my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Try it, man. Do not say you're starting to shake. Okay. Don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of him. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, the internet's only podcast with the adrenaline-fueled hearts to challenge Zach Bagans and his boys to a ghost-off. I'm Joel Kleinberger. And I'm Eric Hoofnagel. We are back for the second time in three episodes to Rolling Hills Asylum for one of the most insane experiences so far on ghost adventures i think yeah this is uh this is pretty wild so this this clearly must have happened before paranormal challenge oh yes oh yes for sure zach's not gonna let anyone you know pop this cherry <laughs> he, he wanted it no. he wanted it bad this is the the biggest case of tonal whiplash <laughs> since execution rocks lighthouse this is the weirdest fucking vibe like, oh yeah my my brain hurts trying to follow the tone of this episode it is manic it is manic this whole episode is a <laughs> manic fucking episode the homeless drunkards orphans those who just couldn't take care of themselves and the criminally insane all once took refuge here at the Genesee County Farm, or better known today as the Rolling Hills Asylum. We had that experience with the glow stick and the spirit coming out and blocking it. The spirits here like glow sticks? Yes, they do. I need some kind of adrenaline rush. We're close to Niagara Falls. I think it's a hotbed of activity is what it is. We have a power grid across the street which we're close to ley lines. Wait a minute. That is amazing. Wow. It's like a treasure hunt, okay? And we just found a bunch of gold coins. It, it lulls you in because the first seven or so minutes of the episode are very serious to the point where I was like, uh-oh, we're not going to have anything to talk about. This is just like dark. Yeah. This is just like sad and intense. Homeless, drunkards, criminally insane. Every fucking witness is just like, this place was the worst. They actually inspected it and was called the worst. They put women and children in with drunks and rapists. And this is where, like, rich people went to dump their children that they, that they didn't want because they were... Long, long boys. People have photographed the apparition of Roy, a seven-foot-tall hulking shadow. One gigantic motherfucker. We have a great shot in a minute 38 seconds in where he is standing in front of the asylum and oh. framed in such a way oh that my God. the top of it makes it look like he's got a little hat on, oh. a little Pope hat. Dude, thank you for bringing that up because that that was such a beautiful moment. <laughs> Just gorgeous framing of his crazy shark fin haircut pointed directly oh, yes. up to the steeple of this building <laughs> and he's right in the middle you know they were like yeah sick get in there get in there dude i'm gonna get a low angle <laughs> <laughs> the amount of high-fiving after that shot was grabbed it cannot be overstated all their hands were probably sore after that <laughs> yeah! 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 
And then at a minute and 45 seconds then, they're talking again about the horrors. And in the cutaway, very briefly, they have a mustachioed man eat a fly. And it's as crunchy as a honey crisp apple. <laughs> it's the yeah, it is like a full on just like it's like it's as crunchy as as tater tots in the commercials. <laughs> yeah. Crunches when it crunches. That's why I love Nestle Crunch. Which mustachioed boy? Did they make fake eat a fly? I mean, it looks like Aaron. It looks like Aaron's mouth. It looks like Aaron, but it's a pretty fat hand. It might be Dave. It might be Dave because, ladies and gentlemen, this episode sees the return of our favorite highly rendered humanoid mole creature, Dave Schrader. (laughs) And he maybe ate a fly because apparently he's crazy. But then we get our first tone shift because the intro ends as Zach is talking about Roy, who's one of the famous ghosts. We talked about him in our special about with Paranormal Challenge. Roy is the longest ghost. He's the long boy and his best friend is a child with a man's head. Yeah, the child with a man head that nobody knows about has come back. Maybe it's Raymond. Who knows? So we, we, we see yet again the only photo of Roy next to the man-child, I have a feeling that this is a little bit of old-timey trickery. Because the more I looked at this image, the more I realized that is a man's head pasted on a child's body. Oh yeah, it looks real bad. The way it's turned is not natural. It doesn't fit with the body. So you know what what I think? What? I think this was like some old carnival shit where they took a picture of Roy next to a child and then put a man head on the child and said, see, look how big Roy is. That's like some full on Barnum and Bailey bullshit. Yes. You know what I mean? Like. It's, yeah, come see the most gigantic human you've ever seen. Look how he towers over the common man. <laughs> Rasputin himself. <laughs> maybe maybe Roy, whenever the carnival came in town, he made a couple bucks. He's like, I'm long. I'll make some money. I'm longest. I gotta, I gotta pay for opera records somehow. <laughs> I gotta get a penny so I can go see the new moving picture. <laughs> Yeah. I'm starting to smell some weird stuff too. Yeah, are you smelling that? It just hit me over here. Yeah. Kind of like sulfur. Zach is talking about how uh, Roy. It's a it's a perfect classic shot of Zach being framed as he's walking towards the camera down this this ramp. Mm-hmm. But he like loses steam by the end. Like he like gives yeah. up on the sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's our cut. He's like this hulking shadow that's been scaring people ever since they've been visiting the location. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he definitely runs out, yeah. After Zach loses steam talking about Roy, they cut to fan favorite Stacy Jones. And I feel like this episode is maybe why Stacy doesn't seem to care much for Zach when they bring her back for Paranormal Challenge. Because his (laughs) 
constant goofballery around this place when she is clearly taking it very seriously. Also, I gotta say, he credits almost everyone he talks to in this episode as eyewitness, and that's it. Yeah. So, Stacy Jones, who in the Paranormal Challenge was a Rolling Hills Asylum expert, is at this point just an eyewitness. Yeah, which, it's a weird shift, because in that episode, she was, in, in Paranormal Challenge, she was presented as a person who has, like... Authority. <laughs> She's an authority on the history of the location. But in this episode, she is just another paranormal investigator who's been on, as she says, like 700 ghost tours. Yep. Okay, so what is is she just another ghost fucking friend? Like, is the entire world of the paranormal just a pyramid scheme? God damn it, Zach. You're ruining everything. <laughs> it is. It is. And what you're credited as is what you what you are. And uh, and speaking of what you're credited as, I'm gonna have to bring in. Oh, what are you? Sorry, go ahead. Speaking. Excuse me. Speaking of what you're credited as, our our next witness is one of the only people that is credited as anything else is Sharon Coyle who is the owner and fan of poop jokes. And <laughs> in this moment, I have to bring in a little Bible study, Eric. Oh, thank God. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you just hear a voice? We have more apostle stories out there in the form of videos and this comes from a spin-off series called Ghost Adventures Aftershocks. <laughs> and this this was filmed in 2016, which is important because during this interview, they bring Sharon back in and on the topic of the paranormal realm being a pyramid scheme. <laughs> oh my god. Fucking Sharon is a pretty big player in it. Oh, no. There are so many reverse Scooby-Doo's in this goddamn show. She bought it to turn it into a haunted attraction. (laughs) Of course she did. Of course. Why else would you buy a fucking dilapidated old building? Dude, you know you and I would do this. Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we're not saying we wouldn't be part of the pyramid. We're just calling out the pyramid. No, 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 no. We are, we are a brick in the pyramid for sure, and proud of it. God damn it. <laughs> we're low. We're very low on the pyramid <laughs> foundation. Not even like a corner piece. We're like you know in kind of like the middle back. You know, we're we're like sinking into the ground. We're so fucking low. We're so low that we're covered so much in sand that archaeologists have yet to find us. <laughs> That's how yeah. low we are on this pyramid. <laughs> oh, I made myself sad. It's just like in Tiger King where you have these fucking places where people who like tigers go and spend a huge amount of their time volunteering there and doing like back backbreaking labor for free mm-hmm. yeah because they love the work 
Because they love the smell of tiger pee. Yeah, it smells like buttercup. They love just coming home but, and their significant but, other gives them big sniff. And it's like, but, you smell like popcorn. Man, Joel, I can't wait for you to listen back on this because you accidentally said buttered cock. Um, <laughs> when, <laughs> and I'm going to need you to, to keep that in. <laughs> Agreed. I'm coming off of an illness is the most I've used words in over a week. <laughs> so... It does have an aroma of popcorn. I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. The last thing to note in this Bible study is that this is after Nick left. Oh, yeah. 2016. Zach is still a little bit uh, sore from the experience because he goes off. In the paranormal community, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of negativity, unfortunately. There's a lot of drama. It's called paradrama. Mm-hmm. I deal with it, um, having a, a, a successful show, um, working with my best friends, um, being happy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be somebody that's unhappy for that. I'm happy, I'm successful, I'm making money, I'm doing my thing in the paranormal, and some people have a problem oh, with that. Oh my god! Do you have a do you have experienced that? Of course you, because I've experienced it. And then Sharon's just like, Yeah, sh- we had somebody die. <laughs> That's the most drama we <laughs> That is pretty dramatic. I think we have to do another segment because you mentioned Zach's hair, and so I think we have to have a fashion report because there's a couple things to talk about. All right. <laughs> Give me the thermometer, real quick. Look, look at me, dude. Wow. Wow. Look at my body. Whoa. Check this out, man. You look weird, bro. He usually just has mostly like the top spike, which makes him look generic goth, which is fine. It's a good look. But he's got the sideburn spikes swooped down towards his eyes. And with his like gaudy t shirt and his flame bracelet and his rings, he looks like. A fucking Kingdom Hearts character. Yeah, his his hair reminds me of like the Elven armor in Oblivion, <laughs> yeah. where it's all just kind of like like leafy and swept forward. It's be- he looks like an anime character. He looks like he is ready to be in Kingdom Hearts. Aaron is Goofy. Nick is Donald, and they are standing against the darkness <laughs> to find the light. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff I like to chase after. Darker stuff. The Keyblade alone cannot seal the door to darkness. And when darkness falls, we chase the darkness. I know now, without a doubt, Kingdom Hearts is light. Get those nerds! 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 And this is where, where we're really going to get into our, our tone shift. They're, they're talking about how many people died at this place. Oh, they think 1,700 people. They have documentation. So so Susie Yenser pulls out all this documentation. She's got papers and files, all this shit. You know what she's credited as? 
an eyewitness. That's right. What the fuck? She has some authority. She has all the information on all the people who ever died there. She's not just an eyewitness. I swear to God. I swear. Zach just lost his notes. Yeah. <laughs> while he was while he was editing this shit, he lost his notes. He was he forgot what everyone's credits were except for fucking Dave. All I, Zach Bagans remember is my super cool s- stack of paper metaphor, which is I think a really brilliant example of how Zach approaches things because they have two stacks of paper. One the documents that show the deaths of 1,200 people when it was an asylum. <laughs> the second stack is a stack of 200 people who died when it was a nursing home. And then Zach holds up three clear plastic paper sheaths. Oh, my God. God, he stretches this shit out so hard. This first sleeve is for the purported child selling that happened here. Okay. This second sleeve are for people who are buried without tombstones, which I thought was the 1,200 people before, but whatever. And our third sleeve is for the murderers. And the suicides. And the suicides that we know took place, but we don't have evidence. And just like the clear plastic sheets, the names in those three stacks exist mostly in the imagination. And then he just comes up with the longest list of bad, like, scary words he can come up with. He's like, he's like, these stacks of darkness, dread, death, wrongdoings. <laughs> <laughs> just off camera Aaron's got cue cards and he's written yeah, in yeah, big yeah. markers from like, a thesaurus <laughs> he's like mouthing it out I don't know wrong do wrong doings wrong things yeah. <laughs> wrong things for them to done they have all these people talking about hearing blood curdling screams all the all the witnesses including another uh, shaved, bearded, goateed, uh, humanoid mole creature named Jeff Parham. I thought he was Dave Schrader right away. Oh yeah, no, that's the standard look of of a guy who's interested in the paranormal. That's where we're go. That's why we're turning into that, Joel. <laughs> Watching this show is making us transform. It's a symptom of our interests. Our bellies are gonna extend. We're gonna get baggy cargo shorts. We're going to lose all of our hair. No. <laughs> well, fucking uh, Jeff Parham, who mirrors makes no difference, is Dave Schrader, talks about how he used to be a skeptic until he heard the blood-curdling screams. And then Sharon Coyle is reinforcing the scream narrative. And Zach takes the camera and he, like, points off camera and he's like, Hey, uh, do we bring do we bring any depends? Cause it's gonna be scary. It's gonna it's gonna we're gonna get the shit scared out of us. And it cuts to commercial, and it's like a such a fucking whiplash tone shift. It's insane. <laughs> it was so weird. Did you bring the depends, Aaron? Dude, no, don't, dude. Listen, man, no, this don't do with you. It cuts back from commercial 
as Zach is doing a goofy, like, Hunter S. Thompson walk down the ramp to the Christmas room. Oh my god, dude. This, that was the weirdest shit, dude. That is some <laughs> weird fucking shit, dude. His energy in the shot, this is Nick Cage in Face Off. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he is Caster fucking Troy right now. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> just so fucking weird and he's following Stacy down this ramp and and he stops and he goes it's the scary Christmas room but this is great because they go to talk about Raymond the rapist alleged alleged uh, yeah completely alleged and Zach calls him out with the energy of a truancy officer yeah he's like all right raymond i've heard about you and not any of it's been good you think you're tough selling drugs at this high school let me let me put let me sit you down and tell you a little bit about life okay you're not that tough (laughs) you want to know tough you want to know tough check out this scar check out this scar all right i fell down during rugby okay all right i blacked (laughs) out you know what it's like to wake up with your father looking down at you with a disappointed face? Have you ever played team sports, Raymond? Have you ever been a part of something important? All right. Have you ever been Have you ever been handed the ball and had the game in your hand? No, you haven't, Raymond. No, you haven't. You don't understand. You're not Dan. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. For the big plays, we bring in someone like Dan. You're more like a Jim Leopardo, Raymond. That's all you are. <laughs> you just walk away. Gym. You just walk away from your problems. <laughs> Try to go fishing. Try to walk off into the woods. Well, I'll tell you what. You're not a Dan. Dan faces his fears. He doesn't let anyone say his name. My name is Dan Hooven. When it comes to the, the big plays, they hand the ball off to me. Marlena Trent. Marlena Treat. Oh. Because she is a treat. Well, she is a treat, and she says a phrase which I think belongs on the crest of the Ghost Adventures crew, because we've mentioned that Raymond is an alleged molester and abuser of women, because she says, rumor has it, of course, we don't have any of these in fact form. Oof. Oof. Fact form. Ooh, alternative facts. (laughs) Oof, just revealing the artifice behind all of this. Because now that's two episodes in a row where they've introduced Raymond with no evidence that Raymond even ever existed. Raymond is another uh, well-known spirit here. Rumor has it, of course, we don't have any of these in fact form. I get a nasty whiff of something putrid, even through my mask. But they do. His truancy officer uh, routine gets a reaction from... Raymond, maybe, allegedly. Maybe. Because they get a, a voice on the EVP, and Marlena says, it's it's clearly not me. I have a very distinct voice. <laughs> which, uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. No offense there, but uh, there's nothing about her voice that's distinct. She's any woman. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, you are a treat, Marlena, but you're not a very distinct treat. <laughs> you're a Nilla wafer. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, don't. Those are my. Those are great. <laughs> oh, Excuse me. 
Sounds like somebody inhaled a Nilla wafer. They are very, they're very dusty and crumbly when you bite into Dude, them. Dude, Nilla wafers are for toddlers, Joel. <laughs> and old women. My mom loves them. <laughs> they're for people without teeth. You're old. After, after fucking Zach's dude foolery in the Christmas room, we do another tone shift because Dave Schrader comes in, <laughs> oh our my favorite God. mole human. Zach and Dave are tell, talking about how disturbing it is to interact with children's ghosts because they yeah. feel like sometimes it might be demonic. They make a big deal out of like the idea that demons often mimic child ghosts the the weird thing about it is uh right after they mentioned the demon thing because it's again very serious they're talking about how scary (laughs) it is this this is so weird yeah go yeah fucking (laughs) zach takes to aaron and be like so we know where we're putting you tonight down in the christmas room and then aaron is like no way dude i'm not gonna be down here with dave he's so scary and then they cut to Dave in a fucking Santa hat being like, ho, ho, ho. Like, what is happening with the fucking energy in this episode? <laughs> I haven't seen Aaron. Aaron usually is freaked out for a good reason. Like, where they're like, oh, this is the room where everyone got raped and burned alive. We're going to put you in there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, dude, no. And then they're like, we're going to put you in the Christmas room with Dave. And he's like, not <laughs> with Dave. No, no, not with Dave, please. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the defensive laugh. Like, no. And then they, like, what did Dave do to him? Like, did they did they have Aaron go and set up a shot in the dark Christmas room? And then Dave was just, like, hiding behind the tree? <laughs> he spaghetted him. <laughs> he, he, he full on he, he used his powers as a actual mole to burrow into the basement Aaron's like I hear a rumbling <laughs> and then suddenly a hand pops up from the fucking floor and grabs his ankle ho 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 I'll go in the Christmas room yeah. muscles don't matter when you're going against something you can't see buddy couldn't have said it any better good luck Santa's little helper yeah and then it goes even wilder because Marlena, the next scene, mentions that using glow sticks somehow for a test. Mm-hmm. And then we are prophetic. Once again, Eric, us oh my on God. Come Fight Me in the Dark. Yep. We know what's up. We called it. Fucking finger lights, man. Zach's like, yo, did you like play some fucking techno for them too? And, and Marlene <laughs> exposes herself in this moment. She exposes yeah. herself as a fucking yes-ander. Because Mm -hmm. she doesn't get the joke and instead just goes like, well, I mean, yeah, you should try all the things. You should try everything. You should try all kinds of things. And he's like trying to like do the like techno dance in front of her. And she's like, oh, he goes for the orb. He goes for the orb. You can see his hands (laughs) reflexively going for the fucking orb rave. And then they do a, a like they again, the tone shift. They go from spooky music and then they put in the techno to a fucking cutaway of somebody's face yelling with glow sticks. It, this the episode is going to be called Tone Shifts, and shifts are spelled with a Z. Joel, well, well, and and right before that, I can't believe you didn't write this down because uh, right before this scene, 
they had a <laughs> they had a reenactment of somebody in like a cloak, you know, like moving between w- rooms. But yes, but they had, <laughs> they had him worming down the hallway towards the camera like scooting (laughs) scooting his body like a worm and it's so not scary but they have the scary noise like and he's like like scooting (laughs) scooting down the hall i just think this is weird guys i think this is the nail in the coffin because stacy mentions maybe you should play opera and then shannon backs it up by saying like oh but you want to you want to play a very specific opera and then aaron <laughs> treats us with a note from heaven itself um, All right, well i think we can either find some opera music or aaron well, it's a specific person music. that he really like so well so first of all aaron does not do this without being goaded on by zach first zach turns mm-hmm. to aaron and he goes well, uh, Aaron, Aaron, you should, Aaron, you go for the, uh, go for the opera. And then Zach threatens him with violence. Of course he does. Of course. It's, it's the classic bully maneuver is like, hey man, why don't you do something? Why don't you do something fun? And then he's like, look at, look at the nerd. Look at the nerd who did something. If you ever do something like that again, I'm going to fuck you up, bitch. I'm going to fucking beat your stupid face. Oh, and then we get another beautifully pained fake laugh from another woman who has to be around these boys. <laughs> Stacy lets out the most she's like uh, do that again and I will hit you. This is when we get to one of my favorite parts where we get to talk about Nurse Emmy. Oh fuck of course yes. Not only was she mean but she was also dabbling in satanic dark arts. So much so that at some point in the early aughts, a coven of witches broke in and, I don't know, glued feathers to the wall, apparently, in some kind of ritual. This is after they do yet another beautiful reenactment. Oh, fuck yeah. A nurse beating a patient in a, a wheelchair. But they could only find a sexy nurse outfit. So it's a sexy nurse, like, slapping a guy in the face and then, like, choking him and then kicking him to the ground and walking off. And I was like, sign me the fuck up. (laughs) And then she turns out she's a fucking witch, too. Like, she's a witchy, mean, goth, hot nurse. This is my this is my dream. <laughs> yes, witches and warlocks. Uh, if you watch this episode, you will see uh, one of Eric's fantasies on screen. He wants to be that boy in that wheelchair getting whacked. Oh, up. put me in the wheelchair and let me be abused. This is kind of like a Quentin Tarantino putting feet in his movies moment. Which of the three boys do you think shares that feeling with you? Uh, I don't have to think. I don't have to think because Aaron airs his his uh, his desires with great enthusiasm. 
you know, in this episode of Tone Shifts, Zack can't even keep his threats straight with Aaron because he's already threatened to make Aaron stay in the Christmas room. And now they're in Nurse Emmy's room and the lady's like, yeah, uh, guys usually get touched here. And then Zack is like, well, we know where we're putting Aaron tonight. And Aaron's like, boing, oh yeah, bro. Little does Aaron know it's going to be Dave dressed as a sexy nurse. <laughs> this is a room where men are <laughs> more touched or groped or... In here? In here. Aaron, I think we know where you're going to be staying the night. Yeah, yeah. All night long. You will get, you'll get a lot of activity up here. Hachi machi. This is when we get to one of the other extremely strange tone shifts oh yes oh yeah zach sits down in a chair and he's like you know after seeing stacy freak out <laughs> i just like i i realized like this is gonna be like a really intense time and like to get like amped up i'm gonna need some adrenaline <laughs> i'm gonna need a bit of a rush they cut to Niagara Falls and they're on a, and Zach wants to point this out. It can't be too, it can't be too spooky because it's a pink boat and pink is for P words, obviously. Yeah, it's a P word. <laughs> it's a P word color. <laughs> and so Zach, Zach and his boys are like this, you know, we're just want to have some fun. It's going to be, look how calm this is. And it cuts to them on this boat that is basically a Disney ride. <laughs> Credit to Zach's hair gel because it lasts a pretty long time before it, it gets flat. Through rapids, it's staying erect. Yeah, that could be a commercial. I want to know his brand. It's Ice Spiker. Oh, you already know? It's called the Ice Spiker. I'm going to insert the Zach hair blog back into the episode to remind everybody. What I do is I start off with the crew fiber. It's a really white pasty kind of stuff. That didn't sound good. <laughs> uh, and then you just get the basic shape done. Then I put a little touch of the ice spiker in. The ice spiker really molds it into place. That is a great commercial for the ice spiker because it's only after literal gallons of water are dunked upon him that his hair loses any of its created, crafted spikiness. Imagine how long of a fucking shower he needs to take for his hair to finally go down. He just has to just spray it with scalding water. Sponsor. Sponsor, we'll do your commercials. Now that they're fully filled up with adrenaline, Zach is ready for the lockdown, but not before a little humor. The toilet joke! <laughs> I hate it so much! They frame up the shot as though they're ready to get locked down, and then Zach heads off, off, off to the right and steps into a porta potty, ready for the lockdown. Something like a little potty humor before we get locked in. Boy, do I wish they had committed to the bit and actually locked him in there. Oh, that would have been brilliant. We left a static cam in <laughs> in the in the urinal for Zach, and it's just filming Zach have a meltdown for the whole night. <laughs> or even. They lock back in there, then Aaron just fucking shoulder tackles the fucking porta potty and tips it over on him. You think I'm not strong? You don't think my pump is max enough to fight ghosts? Well, check this out. Check out my pump now. 
And then Zach screams louder than he's ever screamed before, louder than even in the documentary. No! Stop it! (laughs) (laughs) And meanwhile, Stacy, the resident expert, looks on from the parking lot, looks on as Aaron in the distance is shoulder tackling a porta potty, and she's just like, these motherfuckers. Fuckers. She takes down the bin- binoculars she's holding, looks at them, she just shakes her head. Stupid pieces of shit. She drops the binoculars, she turns to four or five women dressed in black because Stacy is part of the coven. Stacy is ready to hex that boy. And then she looks down, and there's a list of names. And she crosses Zack off the list. (laughs) (laughs) And after the poop hex, that's when we get into the lockdown of Rolling Hills. This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. And we can't we can't talk about every bit of evidence in this episode because there's so much little shit that happens. It's nonstop. They they the whole beginning, it just starts immediately. There's a squeaky chair, and then they hear footsteps, and they just go on a wild chase. Yeah, and they end up in a room that has a bed that was there since the days of it being a, a, an asylum and a tuberculosis ward. And, of course, <laughs> Zach jumps in the bed. Oh, yeah. And demands cuddles. He dema- He's such a cuddle slut. But, oh, but... Only if it's a chick, bro. Only if you're a female. Can you jump in this bed with me and cuddle up with me? If you're female? Everybody's talking about feeling sick. And then Zach is like, oh, wait, Dr. Fleming died in this bed. He had a stroke and he was left to die in this bed. And Zach, once he says that line, gets the fuck out of that bed, does not go for any more cuddles. And he, he pretends to hear something out of out in the hallway. Which then is followed by the first scream. It's a fully audible fucking fucking Wilhelm ass scream. And it and it sounds okay, so I, I so you know, we we try to debunk this shit, you know, sometimes it sounds like a bird. Yeah. You know, a seagull, an owl. This mm. one does sound like a cat. It yep. does sound like a cat in heat or fighting. Yep, or a fox. That sort of thing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna insert a clip of a uh, of a North American red fox screaming at night, and I'll let you, the witches and warlocks, decide if it sounds exactly the fucking same. This is the scream from the episode. This is the scream of a fox. I have to talk about the two images that Zach captured. Of full body apparitions? So the thing is that he captured these during the night. We don't know when or where he was taking these pictures. But apparently he was shooting them with a Game Boy camera. Because (laughs) it is the lowest quality shots. But these are some of the best full body apparitions they've ever caught. Oh no, it's great. And they... They think it's fucking Roy because it's so big. It's a giant! Because it's a giant! It's a long boy! They get a long, pixelated mist boy on the camera. 
Game Boy camera. On the Game Boy camera. Yeah. They printed it out on the Game Boy <laughs> printer. Again, like going back to the Bible study, like the number one thing that gets captured in pictures is the long boy Roy. And Roy seems, I don't know what the fuck this Raymond shit is. Everybody sees Roy. Why? Nobody cares about Raymond. Nobody likes Raymond. Everybody likes Roy. <laughs> Everybody hates Raymond. Everybody fucking hates Raymond because they make up a bunch of shit about him with no evidence. It, you know what? I bet that's why Raymond is so fucking mad. Yeah. He's just a normal ass ghost in the basement and every time someone comes down they're like, "Hey, we're probably going to run into rapist Raymond again." And he's like, "You guy, you sons of bitch, fuck you. I will pull your hair." Can you stop? I was just poor and I died here. Like what? Can you leave me alone? I, I my parents abandoned me here and I died. You know, that's a good way to make an angry spirit is just fucking credit them with a bunch of shit they didn't do and they're like, Come on, man. Please. No. Dude, not cool. Again, tone shift. He's got so much gay panic that he runs out, gets a cat scream, and then they get the first ever door being slammed on camera, which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's really good. If you're buying into the fiction, it's a lot of fun. It's filmed by Aaron. Zach is apparently over his shoulder to the right yeah um but nick is in full frame yeah so we know we know we can see we know where two of the boys are yeah we can assume that zach is not in the room slamming the door well there is one person that we can't account for and that is of course hyper realistic mole creature richard senate <laughs> or richard oh. senate oh, it could be dave schrader <laughs> Or it is Richard Senate. Oh, okay, okay. He slammed the door, and there's, like, that little nook that they go into the room, and he just, like, yeah. T-1000 into the wall. And he's fucking... Yeah, no, he's Spider-Manning at the very top, that they yeah. don't look up. He's just, <laughs> sta- like, like Spider-Man at the top, fully naked, covered in mud, just <laughs> holding his breath. <laughs> old man, old man dong hanging down. Yeah, and the, because it's his fetish, it, like, he gets an erection, and it's so large, he almost scrapes the top of Aaron's head and he has to just like <laughs> flex his muscles so he can't get full mast. It it whooshes it whooshes right behind Aaron's head and Aaron's like something <laughs> just moved back here. Something just moved. I love this fiction that we're creating in the scene because right when they cut back from commercial they, uh, Zach has the narration. We captured a heavy metal door slam shut so I sent Aaron in to investigate and of course, Zach pulls out like the the ghost thermometer, and they freak out because the temperature is hovering at six, six, six. It's so dumb, dude. It's so dumb. They're they're like like obsession with like 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 normalizing Catholicism. It's so, yeah. It's so boring. Just like, dude. You know, ghosts cool. Ghosts are cool. Demons, fuck off. Well, and that's the funny thing. It's like, so what's the implication here? Because the whole sequence of events, they get the 666 and then they get an EVP that says get out. And then Zach notes that the get out happened right when there are 666s. There are three sixes on the screen. Is the implication that ghosts and perhaps demons are so into the number 666 that they're like, 
fluctuating the temperature so that it reads yes sick? or is it richard senate like he realizes his boner hanging down from the ceiling almost grazes aaron on the head so he tries to like cool himself down but he notices on the temperature <laughs> it re- reduces to 66.5 so he's like no it has to be there it has to be six <laughs> so he gets hard 6. again so his his boner causes this radiating heat <laughs> he changes the room temperature by a tenth of the degrees with his hard cock risking everything to give the boys a great bit of evidence uh, it reminds me of the bible where it says the devil has the voice of many waters so so here here's my problem with the door slam yeah so the door slams right mm-hmm. this is pretty scary shit yeah the boys don't react at all yeah it's really weird aaron is like oh the door just slammed and then zach's like jack runs over and like opens the door and he's like who's in there (laughs) aaron get get in there and like they're not like acting like a door just fucking slammed next to them because normally the boys have a meltdown about the littlest thing like a, a rock falling near them this is the boys in season three. Uh, oh, what's going on, bro? What? What? Oh my God! What's There's wrong? something up the here. Just slammed. Right There's something you, up bro. here. <laughs> is there someone up here with me? This is the boys now. Dude, the door just slammed. Did you see that? Watch out! Watch out! That is a bit suspicious. And it is a bit stupid, this focus on 666, even though it's not even a fucking thing. Because, like, I guess ghosts, their implication is ghosts and demons are just like, yes, I can manipulate my energy so your thermometer reads 666.6. Isn't that neat? Zach refers to this whole whole situation as treasure and finding gold coins. And then he lets out his one of his best lines. This is why we're here. Yeah. It's like a treasure hunting, okay? And we just found a bunch of gold coins. Oh, there's gold in them Nar Hills. There's gold in them Nar Hills. We all cheer as that is why they do this. And that's when they bring in everybody's favorite hyper-realistic rendering of a human mole, Dave Schrader. Zach immediately goes into full trauma-inducing on Roy by calling out like hey big man your family rejected you because you're fucking big you're fucking deformed bro because you're so long dude you're so long it's so weird is that why you're still here because you're too fucking long or anywhere else i could kick you in the foot and it would take three minutes for you to scream zach always says that he has lots of respect for the ghost and they only call out evil entities and roy has been established as not an evil entity just some ghost that's there and yet he fucking opens up by talking about how deformed he is and how he was abandoned remember i am not doing this because i have disrespect you smell that it smells really bad that does right here oh it smells like like horse <laughs> dave i think realizing this kind of tries to pull it back and he's like uh hey we don't reject you like the others bud we're not like the others hey man um (laughs) yeah what we mean what we mean to say is you're such a freak we love you for it (laughs) and we accept you and then we get 
a really fun segment because we get two new pieces of technology. Magic everywhere in this bitch. We get the ever popular broken radio. Now this point is called the Hack Shack, which honestly, I like that more than spirit radio. Yeah, Hack Shack sounds fun. And it is hacky, which is appropriate. It's a hack piece of shit. Yeah. Hack Shack, baby. (laughs) Getting ghosts on the Hack Shack tonight. Hack Shack. (laughs) You going anywhere with that or you just say Hack Shack? No, I almost almost went for it, but then I just stopped. (laughs) I never got any respect there, really, you know? This is where they split off. Like, uh, Dave and Nick are hanging out with the Hack Shack, and they get certainly... They they capture a paranormal blam jam, Joel. They finally had to fucking censor an EVP. Mm-hmm. Because apparently it says, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Ghost Adventures crew. That's it. <laughs> when you got beeps... Not especially coming out of our mouths, you know, but when you got beeps coming from our EVPs. Exactly, you're doing your job. Thank you. (laughs) But the one that is an absolute fucking ringer, it is an, oh my God, is the, we can do it more. Yeah, yeah. That That is mm. so fucking scary. Again, it's the tone shift. We go from the hack shack. Certainly. <laughs> Nick's a bitch. Oh, what, what, what did it say? Yeah. And then it cuts from that to that fucking EVP, which is the stuff of nightmares. Oh my God. It's so clear. This is like, it's the God. This is like top notch EVP shit. <laughs> It's followed up by potentially another great piece of evidence because they've got the laser grid experiment. They say it's a sealed hallway. We'll believe them. We're going to believe them. And they set up a laser grid and they fill the hallway with fog so they could see any disturbances moving through it. And like, why the fuck haven't they done this before? Yeah. No, it's fucking awesome. Because this is brilliant. First of all, Zach gets to throw his cool-ass rave for the ghosts. <laughs> yes, the rave has fills begun. The, fills the hallway with fucking fog and lasers. Mm-hmm. Dope as shit. Yeah. Puts on Darude Sandstorm. <laughs> but they, they do get, like, a weird disturbance where, like, the fog moves in this, like, super, like, unnatural way. Now, it looks like a movie special effect of a specter. It's great because the yeah. fog like moves towards where the camera is and then like sucks back out really fast as though, well, it, it is as though someone down the hallway uh, opened the door and then closed it really hard, creating a pressure vacuum in both directions. Mm, may, yeah, okay. But like, but the density of the fog is different and like, 
Uh, sure, you can you could make this happen, but like again, I'm a skeptical person. There's probably an explanation, but as far as like buying into the fun of the show, like this is the kind of shit you want to see on Ghost Adventures. It's so yeah, goddamn more cool. fog and lasers, more fucking fog and lasers. What the fuck? Less spirit radio, less spirit radio, unless it's playing Darude Sandstorm for the fucking ghost rave. That's what we want. The spirits here like glow sticks. Yes, they do. Do they want us to play techno music too? I would say try anything. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. It, try it. Yeah, try anything. A ghost rave. Zach continuing to torture his friend by going down where Raymond apparently lives in the catacombs and Zach sends Aaron down to get literally to get molested by Raymond because he's like, Raymond, they've got some fresh ass meat for you. Go get him. Go grab that. Go (laughs) grab them cheeks, boy. Mm, Get up in it. I know that you like hairless young men. And then unfortunately for Zach, he oversells the smoothness of the situation because he feels hands grip him right on his man tits. I got hands on me. (laughs) I got hands on me. Raymond is trying to push him up against the wall for an impassioned kiss. Or push him up against the wall and be like, listen, you motherfucker, I'm not a rapist. Yeah. For the final time. I've been trying to explain this to people for a hundred years. Bring me one EM pump. Bring me one EM pump and I'll fucking show you. That's what's happening. Every every time he's tried to communicate via EVP, he only gets full power when he hits the word rape. So he's like, I'm not a rapist. <laughs> I am not a rapist. Oh, fuck. He's like, I got it this time. And they're like, okay, we're going to play back the EVP. And they just hear rape. And he's like, we just got rape again. He's like, damn it. Damn it all. That's got to be Raymond. <laughs> typical Raymond. Gotta hate him. I never should open my damn mouth. <laughs> Every time I open my mouth, it gets me in trouble. They release the mole back out into nature. He digs into the dirt and goes back home <laughs> underground. Nick sets up a pentagram of candles uh, up in Nurse Emmy's area. This is where we get what I would consider probably the creepiest EVP they've ever gotten. It's not even EVP. It's just like a, you would just hear it. What type of evil stuff did you do? This is not a cat. The candles flickering. I'm not sold because it's a drafty no. old building. As an editor, this is the shot you end the episode on but they don't yeah they should have ended with that but they cut to aaron in the christmas room <laughs> trying to coax out the the demon mimic i am glad they they kept this in because it is one of my favorite scenes it well it's also scary <laughs> it is like a perfect horror movie setup because first aaron opens up his question gambit with some of the best word salad I've ever heard on Ghost Adventures. I've read it <laughs> down verbatim, if you would allow me. Yes, please. Are there any little kids that want to make any little noises or anything just so I know that you are here so that when I know that you're here, we can play? Oh, Aaron. 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 He already has, like, the tension in his voice, and then he gets, right after that, he gets an EVP that... They say, says help, and it's a perfect horror movie cut because he says that. They get the whoosh, 
And then Aaron like goes wide and it goes really quiet. And he's like, Is that a little kid trying to say hello. <laughs> yes. If a shadow figure had leapt from behind the Christmas tree and like dragged him under and we just cut oh. away on his scream. It's a perfect moment. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Found footage moment. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful found footage moment. Oh my God. But like they decide to end the, the whole lockdown with uh, an EVP that, that Zach picks up because he's still yelling at Raymond. Mm-hmm. I'm offering up my body. Yeah. Of <laughs> I'm offering up my perfect porcelain body for you, daddy. Mm-hmm. You want to touch me on my body? And they get an EVP of Raymond saying, I claim everything here, okay? <laughs> and and it's pretty good. It's pretty it's good. It's pretty good. It's not as good as the, the some of the ones they've had. No, again, you end on the, the blood-curdling scream from Nick, but Zach is editing, so he wants to be the last thing that everybody sees. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'm out. Sure, I'm out. Get out! I'm out. I'm out. Good idea. Great idea. At the end of it, even though it is hashtag tone shifts with a Z, just like Gettysburg, if you want to show a person ghost adventures and have them experience like the raw essence of what it means to watch ghost adventures, this is it. <laughs> really fun evidence, really stupid shit coming out of the boys' mouths. Awkward interactions. Disrespect. Mad disrespect. (laughs) It makes me worried for the future because watching like the Joe Exotic gushing horse vagina experience, Zach has lost a lot of that goofy fun. But like, I feel like this is peak Zach letting himself be the most Zach he could possibly be. God, I hope this isn't peak Zach. I mean, it's great, but I hope it's not the peak we can't go downhill from here. Is season four the best? Is this is this where we're at? Well, we have one more season after this, I think, before Nick leaves. So Oh no. Oh no. I know, we're getting oh, up god. to it. Oh god, oh god. There is oh. one way to know for sure if we are at peak Zach. And that is, Eric, to challenge him <laughs> to come fight us in the dark. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. On the Come Fight Me in the Dark Instagram, Eric Hoofnagel posted something very important today, Witches and Warlocks, and that is what is obviously an ally. Kristen Stewart. My favorite Hollywood lesbian. Everybody's favorite Hollywood lesbian has put out a casting call for queer ghost hunters she is looking to make a gay ghost hunting show and god damn it eric we have dedicated so much time on this podcast determining the things that zach is weak to powerful women snakes oh shit oh shit dolls and in this episode with the amount of gay panic clearly the number one thing that zach is afraid of is anyone thinking that he has any bit of the gay oh my god he is so 
insistent on not being touched by male spirits, by not liking pink, that I think that if we team up with Kristen Stewart, with her crack team of gay ghost hunters, that Zach Bagans will immediately fold. And I, Joel Kleinberger, I would never, ever, in most circumstances, suggest that anybody... Uh, kiss or touch another person without their immediate consent. But I think that if we challenge Zach to a ghost off in a dark and scary location and he's running away from these teams of gay ghost hunters and he rounds a <laughs> corner and I just plant one on his cheek, I think he will melt like the fucking people in Indiana Jones opening the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> Having the gentle touch of my manly, mustachioed lips just grace his cheek. Oh. <laughs> I'll hold Aaron. I'll say, keep your eyes shut, Aaron! <laughs> keep your eyes shut! As Zach just, his head will pop like from fucking scanners. If that doesn't work right away, this may be the hardest I've ever gone. Lay it on me. So we know that Zack is scared of demons. Absolutely. But we also know that demons mimic children. Mm -hmm. We also are aware that children will often wear the face of a man. <laughs> as we've seen in the photo of Roy. <laughs> I'm going to throw a rave for Zack. Yeah. I'm going to populate this rave with only children all wearing his face as if he is in an Aphex Twin music video for himself. I'm going to drop Zach right in the middle of this rave and we're going to be playing Aphex Twin window liquor and he's going to look around and see all these de demonic mimic children and they're all going to turn to him and through the fog and lasers he's going to realize they all have his face. Oh my god. And I think this might be the end of Zach Bagans. <laughs> I th and obviously this is filmed with a fisheye lens because it is an Aphex oh, Twin yes. music video. <laughs> fisheye lens, we're going to have like milk drop fucking visuals <laughs> on the walls. There's the, Everyone's going to have glow sticks. And you know what? Zach is not going to have any finger lights. They are. And oh they're going to come out him every single one of the children with his face is going to turn on their finger lights at once <laughs> and come at him how terrifying would it be if zach bagans then also realizes that Kristen stewart's crack team of gay investigators are also there also wearing his face. absolutely they are gonna be at the rave of course they're gonna be at the rave they know how to party and then it's going to be a gay rave and Zach is going to run to the only exit he can. And as he opens the doors, I'm there to plant a wet one <laughs> on his cheeks. <laughs> and that's when me as the DJ does the drop. <laughs> the drop will happen right as his head pops. <laughs> that's the, that's the window liquor drop right there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Glorious. Absolutely glorious. <laughs> is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. Eric, 
I can tell you right now, it's only gonna get fucking hotter. Because Ooh. next time, Witches and Warlocks, we're gonna talk about Ghost Adventures Season 4, Episode 3. It's returning to where it all began. It's the return to Bobby Mackey's. <gasps> what? That's right, baby boy. Oh, fuck. Yes. I am pretty fucking pumped. So Witches and Warlocks, oh. join us next time for Return to Bobby Mackey's. I'm so ready. I love you, buddy. <laughs> I love you, too. I am torqued for the next one. Love all y'all, Witches and Warlocks. Catch hey, you later. Thanks, Witches and Warlocks. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. All right, all you Witches and Warlocks, thank you so much for tuning in. You can find us at CFMITD on Twitter or on Instagram at Come Fight Me in the Dark. Be sure to check out the Come Fight Me in the Dark Patreon as well. That is patreon.com slash CFMITD for tons of bonus content that we're working on, full series of Paranormal Challenge, cut bits, and new skits where we mess with scam bots. You can also send us an email to Aaron is a bottom biatch at gmail.com. That's A-A-R-O-N is a bottom B-I-A-T-C-H at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We love you. Good night. <laughs>